Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Eric Asher. 
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Don't forget about the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Great way to take the show with you anywhere. Also, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Um, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, the most listened to. But um, Anchor is our home base. So, again, if you're interested in checking out the podcast, uh, just um, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher, and you'll be able to find that on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, today on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Sean Vazan joined us. Uh, and uh, we talked Saints. LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Alvin Kamara, all that on the program. If you missed it with our live broadcast this afternoon at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV, also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. Tonight, 6 o'clock on LAE, it's your first rebroadcast. Then 10 o'clock tonight on The Deuce, the second rebroadcast. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, our third rebroadcast. 10 o'clock on LAE on Thursday night, on Friday night is our, is our fourth rebroadcast, and then Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. So many ways to be able to catch the program. It'll be on our social media platforms this evening, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, and it's already on the WLATV YouTube page. It'll be on ericasher.com by the weekend. So, again, check out the program at your leisure. Uh, on the program today, Gary Smith is standing by. He'll be joining us in about three minutes. Uh, from the Wave Report, Noel.com, and The Advocate. Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights, will join us at 435. Glenn Gibbo of OutKick will join us at 535. Happy Veterans Day, and thanks to all, of, again, who have uh, continued to serve, who have served in the past, uh, our country, uh, again, throughout, throughout our military. Uh, very much appreciate everything that you guys and gals continue to do uh, for our country, and today is your day. So, again, thank you to all the veterans out there, uh, again, who have served. Uh, just some quick notes before we head and talk to uh, the phone lines and talk a little Tulane. The Odell Beckham uh, Jr. sweepstakes is over. Uh, he signs a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Rams, uh, so he will be there for the rest of the season. Uh, there's some conjecture on where the contract is. Some are saying it's a it's a veteran minimum. So uh, uh, some are saying it's more. We'll figure it out when it comes in the wash. Uh, but again, uh, uh, Packers and the Saints were the I'm sorry, Packers and the Rams were the Final two contestants in the Odell Beckham Jr. sweepstakes. Saints obviously did not make the uh, the cut. And, look, we talked about it earlier in the week. Uh, there were so many moving parts here. This is not the Drew Brees era. If this was the Drew Brees era, he'd have signed on the dotted line immediately. Uh, when you're dealing with Taysom Hill and, and uh, Trevor Simeon, it's just going to be tough to be able to attract a, a player like that. Uh, he's going to a place where he thinks he can win a Super Bowl. Uh, he lives in Los Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles fits uh, OBJ's um, diva personality. Again, uh, you know, he loved the spotlight, you better believe, this past week. Uh, but it's a blow to the Saints. There's no doubt about that. You don't find many, again, uh, outstanding receivers, even if they're on the downside of their career at this point in, in the season, uh, to be able to pick up off of waivers or, again, to get as a free agent. And there was a lot of hope here in New Orleans that, that maybe he'd become in and be the savior for the uh, big lots uh, uh, receiving core or pass catchers. Uh, but you are who you are now. And, look, this is, goes back to, again, Sean Payton. Uh, and, and, look, I just call it like it is. The last two drafts have been heavy wide receiver drafts, outstanding wide receivers. Just the wide receivers that were coming out of Louisiana, okay, from Tulane to LSU, uh, outstanding wide receivers over the last few years. 
Uh, and then, of course, not to, to stay away from the state. Just, again, wide receivers in general. And, and the Saints picked, a, again, a seventh-round pick out of South Alabama this year that, again, can't even get off the practice squad. And they, they have, and uh, Peyton can say he likes the room all he wants. He didn't like that room coming into the season. He don't like that room now. He's not going to like that room by the end of the season because exactly what they are is what they are. Uh, they're a bunch that, again, tries. Uh, they've got some talent, but they're not number one receivers. If those guys were, were, in, in, were in their element where they need to be, second, third, fourth uh, options, well, then, again, those guys would flourish. You're asking them to do things that, again, they physically cannot do. And one, year, one, one, one game they're going to be able to do it, another game they're not going to be able to do it. So here we are. Again, this is a byproduct of, 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 again, the purge of the roster, but it's also a byproduct of, again, not being smart in the draft and, and, uh, and going after wide receivers, knowing that, again, there was, there was a devoid of talent outside of Michael Thomas. And then, of course, knowing that Michael Thomas didn't have his surgery and still not doubling down on wide receivers in this draft. So that's why, again, we are where we are. Uh, and, uh, look, nobody coming to save the Saints at this point. Okay, it's big boy football. It is what it is. Finally, before we head to uh, Gary Smith, uh, the Pelicans have lost eight straight. They lose to the Thunder last night. They're now 1-11. Uh, Jake Fisher wrote an article in uh, Bleacher Report about David Griffin and also Alvin Gentry uh, having to be separated after the Sacramento Kings game here in New Orleans uh, in, in, the, uh, in the bowels of the, uh, of the Smoothie King Center. We'll talk about that with uh, Ali Gassell coming up at 435. But let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program. Uh, is uh, Gary Smith talking some Tulane football. Gary, how are you, bud? Do, doing pretty good. And I'm going to get one really quick comment in. And I'm gonna sure, go ahead. Take your time. respectfully disagree with you on this one, but and, and almost everybody else, I think it's a good thing that the Saints aren't getting Odell Beckham Jr. I know it's sacristy to say around here because he's from New Orleans. He went to Newman and he right. went to LSU, but he's a trash human being. And I know his teammates say he was a great teammate. I've watched him with my own eyes. He's a lousy teammate. And the results showed in Cleveland. The second he leaves, they play great. Um, he might work for the Rams. That's a talented football team. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that would have been a good situation at all with the Saints because he starts demanding the ball. I don't care what teammates say about him. Again, I've watched him over the years with my eyes. Mm-hmm. He causes losing. And, yeah, the Saints have a huge problem at wide receiver. There's no doubt about that. But I just can't imagine that Odell Beckham would have been the, would have been the solution to that, coming home, all of that. Is, I'm, I'm not buying it. But, but we'll see. Yeah, it was, it was all think, desperation. I mean, yeah, that's what I it do, was, yeah, Gary. And, I mean, and, again, look, and, if, and, this, and if all things were even – and, and it is Most people would say that, oh, you know no what, we, we don't that. need Odell Beckham. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, look, yeah. I, I went yeah. through the pros and cons of this since yeah. Monday, really even the last Friday. You yeah. know, you're rolling yeah. the dice here. Uh, you, you hope you have a strong locker room. But mm-hmm. it's, it was to the point where after Sunday, with all those drops, uh, you, you were in a point where you just <laughs> felt like, you know what, the Saints <laughs> got to do something at this point. You have, you have to, you have, sometimes you have to sign a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. That's that's the point. They are five and three, though. Um, they are, and 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 they did beat Green Bay, and they did. I mean, I'm, I've never been sold on this Saints team, and one of the reasons is definitely the wide receivers. But they have managed to survive to this point um, um, with without that type of wide receiver. But but we'll see. I mean, I'm not arguing with you that that uh, that was a, that was a horrendous look <laughs> against the Falcons. Nobody with eyes could argue that point. Right. No doubt. Folks, uh, just quickly, today's uh, program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, 
Old New Orleans Cookery, the High Out Bar, and of course Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. All are open seven days a week. All are open. All are open for lunch and dinner. Oceana's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So get on over and enjoy a great meal at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. For more information, head to the website, ericasher.com. Click on the icon of your, your favorite Oceana restaurant. Tell you everything you need to know. Open, close, menu, everything you need to know about the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, let's talk a little bit about Tulane. And, and of course, when you talk about the Green Wave, uh, I don't think anybody yeah. expected them to be able to uh, be as close as they were last week. But I, I gave you credit throughout yeah. the week, uh, Gary. You said it. You said this mm-hmm. is not the same US, UCF nope. team that we've seen in the past and that, that Tulane could hang with them, and they did. They did. It was, this was a rough one. In that Tulane, this is the first game of all the losses that Tulane deserved to win. And some other issues um, um, came up. I mean, you, you can't. You cannot have a two-minute drill at the end of the game where a quarterback scrambles and gets a first down at the 40-yard line with 52 seconds left, and then you run two plays, and then you're snapping the ball in desperation with one second left. It looks like they'd never run a two-minute drill in their life. I don't know where the responsibility falls on that, but there was no sense of urgency whatsoever, and it was a shame because Tulane played so hard in that game. Tulane was so physical on defense. They gave up 45 rushing yards to a team whose season low for rushing yards was 155. Um, That's how well Tulane played on defense. They gave up a couple of plays, but you're always going to give up a couple of plays against a a functional opponent. And, uh, yeah, Willie Fritz, I've never seen it. I've never – he tries to be even keel at all times. I've never seen him look more angry, furious, frustrated, and everything else as he did when the final second ticked off that clock. Hopefully, for their sake, Tulane will take that same effort against UCF and play with it the rest of the season. Because if they get just a little, if they don't do the stupid things that they did that cost in that game, and they play with that same effort, um, the next two games for sure are winnable, and they might even have a chance against Memphis in the last week of the year on the road. You know, I said the same thing on Monday. I just felt that again, <laughs> based on what I saw Saturday, if they could just carry this over, Tulsa, yep. it's home, it's homecoming. Mm-hmm. They're a beatable team, okay. And, yep. and then you take the next step. And then, you know, hopefully, again, you know, Memphis might be a tough one, but maybe, again, you can, you can sweep these last three and at least mm-hmm. feel good going into the offseason about, again, how you finished. Yeah, that, certainly. I mean, and, and again, I, I tried to ask Willie Fritz today a question about you know, Tulsa is kind of a comparison for Tulane because they, they had three rough years in a row. And then last year they made the AAC championship game and almost beat Cincinnati in it to, to, to win the league. But he didn't want any part of it because he says he's still only focused on the next 16 days in this season. And he'll worry about thinking about the future after that. He's totally focused on finishing strong this year. And it looks like the players are too because you know, they didn't get the results against Cincinnati two weeks ago, but they played well. They had, you know, they had a freshman quarterback out out there for that one um and then and then they 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 played for basically for all but a few plays they played extremely well uh, against UCF and they, they just gotta they, they gotta have their heads in the game a little bit more though there was another key play in the first half where Darius Hodges who's having a tremendous second half of the year um at, at defensive end had a strip sack and the ball bounced to Jojo Dorcius and mm-hmm. he just stood there for about five seconds before finally yeah. running downfield if he'd have realized it was a fumble that's a touchdown and in this day and age when they there was no whistle blew. You've got to be more alert than that. And then, of course, Tulane ended up not scoring because they missed a field goal at the end of that drive. But you take away, if they just play with a little more focus, which they should do at home, and play with the same effort, I really like their chances this Saturday against the Tulsa team that almost beat Cincinnati. But you, here's the deal with games like that. When you're having a season like Tulsa and you almost beat Cincinnati and you don't get the job done, it's incredibly hard to come back with the same effort the next week when you're back on the road again. And I, I think Tulane 
Tulane has the clear advantage in terms of incentive and motivation going into this game, trying to trying to end that seven-game losing streak. No doubt. One thing I'd like to see, Tajay Spears got 20 touches last mm-hmm. week, 15 mm-hmm. carries, five, five receptions. I'd love to be able to see him get more touches. He is a guy that, first of all, yards after contact, he's incredible. Mm-hmm. And yep. he, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a guy that's going to be playing on Sunday. He's got that kind mm-hmm. of build, ability. He does, and I you know, there's a feature that we run in, in NOLA.com in the Advocate. Um, I pick one player for each team that's the player to watch, and I've already decided that unless he gets injured again every game for the rest of the year, he's going to be my player to watch for Tulane because he's that mm-hmm. he's that much of a dynamic player. They're using him. I was also like the fact that they did use him in the Wildcat for a few plays, even though Michael Pratt was back um, in, in, in that game. In fact, Tulane's lone touchdown came from the Wildcat formation when Ty J. Spears scored. When you've got – a player as talented as he is, you need to use him in every way that you can. And now that he's healthy, yeah, 20 touches at a minimum um, this Saturday. And every time he touches it, it increases Tulane's chance for victory. Um, when you talk about Michael Pratt, one thing, again, we saw was him starting to slide. And, yep. and, and I think that's a good thing for him. He's learning. Uh, but look, he's he's got to stay on the field. I mean, there's just there's no other there's no if ands or buts about yeah. it. If Tulane has a chance to win the last three games, he's got to mm-hmm. be on the field. Yeah, he's got to stay on the field. and He's got to play a little bit better. And look, it's understandable. I mean, that was I, I I've watched that hit maybe 50 times, and that's one of the that that's one of the worst hits I've ever seen, honestly, in terms of the guy's just head ricocheting off the ground like like his did at, at high speed. So although he says he was 100 percent, and although he was cleared to play, he mm-hmm. passed a concussion protocol. There was no way he was going to go into that game and be 100 percent in terms of just 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 everything um, coming back on the field. He has looked a lot better in practice this week. Um, I, I think a telling sign, the telltale sign, the last play of the game when he threw the Hail Mary, it was the 37 yard line. He couldn't even get it to the end zone. Part of that's a lingering shoulder injury from, from yeah. early in the year. But I think part of that was just, just <laughs> the reality of coming back, um, a, a, after that hit, he's had some time to reflect. He didn't take any bad blows in that game. I think you'll see a different Michael Pratt this Saturday. And, and you're right. He has to be on the field for Tulane to win. And from what I've seen in practice this week, I think he's going to be a lot sharper than he was against UCF. Sounds great. Gary Smith is with The Advocate, uh, the Times PQ, Noel.com, and his own, his own website. Again, a go-to website for all Tulane fans, The Wave Report. We take a quick break. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation with Gary. Don't forget, again, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. This half hour brought to you by Old Orleans Cookery. 205 Bourbon Street, open late, serving dinner. And I want you dinner seven days a week. Uh, first of all, again, a beautiful place to be able to go and enjoy a meal. The, the picture windows overlooking Bourbon Street are perfect for people watchers. Uh, you can sit down and have an extraordinary cocktail, uh, and, and they're also their authentic French Quarter courtyard. Uh, two Bourbon Street balconies with, again, adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. It's getting around that time where, again, folks are coming in. They want to have an event for Christmas. You want to have an event uh, for the upcoming Mardi Gras season. Perfect place, Old New Orleans Cookery, 200 block of Bourbon Street. And then the food, come on, fantastic uh, Cajun Creole cuisine uh, to, at its finest. Also, again, a place where you can um, uh, bring your family. Maybe, again, it's date night. Maybe, again, uh, uh, you got friends in from out of town. Or, or again, a business or, or a dinner lunch. Okay, uh, uh, You can handle that over there as well. Old New Orleans uh, cookery is perfect uh, for any type of an occasion. You can order online for delivery or find out more about their menu at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. 
1061 Nash Icons. Nash Ticket Bash. The only station in New Orleans with tickets for you to see. Clint Black, Eric Church, Dan and Shay, and Luke Combs. Get the code to text every weekday while you work with Scott Innes. The Nash Ticket Bash. Only from New Orleans country giant. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Erpino, Avon, and Hawkins Law Firm. Hey, non-lawyer spokesperson. Business and homeowners, if your Hurricane Ida insurance claim has been denied or underestimated, legal help is available. Call the Erpino, Avon, and Hawkins Law Firm today. Call 504-525-1500. Responsible attorney Anthony Erpino, office in New Orleans. Delays are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville to Veterans. On 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from Williams to Veterans. Also, delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are heavy from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Raystoval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Raystoval Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. 
serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana fa- Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, The Hideout Bar, and, of course, Old New Orleans Cookery. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. I mean, people complain you can't get a meal late in New Orleans. You can get one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Find out more. Go to ericasher.com. Click on, on the icon of your favorite Oceana restaurant. Tell you all, all you need to know, including, again, hours of operation and the menu. All right, a few more minutes with Gary Smith of the Wave Report. Gary, uh, ba- basketball opened up this week. Uh, Moon Erson made her debut with the women's team, and Ron Hunter again has his um, Tulane Green Wave men uh, opening up against uh, Southeastern with a win. Talk a little bit about it. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna be a little more positive than I think a lot of Tulane fans were about the the men's result. And that look, I I cover a lot of Southland conference basketball from covering UNO. I even covered some Nichols State last year, and um, I. I don't know how good Southeastern is this year, but I know they played awfully well against Tulane the other night. That the way they played last night would have won the current South would would win the current Southland for for sure if they if they kept playing that way. So so I'll start there. The other encouraging sign for Tulane was Jalen Cook. You know, he did not play well in Tulane's two exhibition games, and uh, Ron Hunter had called him one of the five best players he's ever coached. But Ron Hunter can be given to her hyperbole at times. And I, I, I was, I, I admit it's early, but I was beginning to wonder. And he showed that that was not hyperbole at all. Um, with, I think with 16 points in the first eight minutes um, and, and uh, the full package, um, a great handle inside outside game could get to the bucket, could, could, could hit threes. Um, so that's a good sign. Almost nobody else played particularly well for Tulane. It was a horribly officiated game. Tulane lost their composure, had multi, had technical fouls twice. Cook fouled out. Um, uh, they, they had multiple guys foul out. It was just it, it was it was it just wasn't it wasn't a pretty game at the end. But if Jalen Cook is going to keep playing like that, Jalen Forbes was still feeling the effects of the flu he had last week in that game. Uh, I, I think this definitely is the Tulane team with by far the most potential in Ron Hunter's three years. They've just got to they've got to they've got to clean up the, the the emotions that got away from them, and they got to clean up the fouls a little bit. But I, I liked what I saw from from Jalen Cook. That's for sure. Yep, and, and and Moon is back home and, and seems yeah. to have made an impact, right? She, yeah, they 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 should be good this year. I did not see, I did not see that game. We have uh, um, Daryl Williams uh, covers the women's team for oh, the great Daryl Williams for the Advocate. So I was not at the game, but hey, mm-hmm. that she makes a difference. That they, they, they lost a difference maker who transferred to Mississippi State and they replaced her with with, with Moon. And uh, I, the outlook is brighter for the Tulane women's basketball team than has been in quite some time. No doubt. What do you like? How do you like Tulane this week against Tulsa at homecoming? And is there going to be a nice homecoming crowd? I think it's going to be chilly. It's got, yeah, I, I'm not sure. At least it's not an 11 a.m. game. Those never do well for the crowds. It's at three, so so, so there's a chance. Um, I, I like Tulane in this game. Obviously, either team could win it. It's probably going to be a close game. Tulane's going to need to execute better in, in crucial situations. But, again, I think Tulane has more to play for in, in this game. Tulsa shot their wide against Cincinnati, played a great game had three shots inside the one-yard line to possibly tie it, couldn't get it done. It is incredibly hard when you're having a disappointing season to bounce back in one week when you have to go back on the road. Um, couple that with the way Tulane's defense is playing, and I'd like Tulane to final, to get off the schneid this Saturday. Tell us about the web, the great, the best website in town, the best website out there when it comes to Tulane athletics, and, of course, what you got coming up for us in the paper as well. 
sure. Um, actually, Darnell Mooney's a great two-lane wide receiver with the Chicago Bears. Was at practice the yep. last two days. There's a story up right now on the NOLA.com website. I, I, I talked to him after practice today about how things are going with him with the Bears and, and, and what his advice was was for Tulane. He certainly can relate with the Bears being three and six after going to the playoffs last year. And I had the full interview with him and any and every word that um, any player and coach uttered up on the, on the website, thewavereport.com, um, Tulane.rivals.com. At Gary Smith on, on Twitter. And Gary, Gary, that's what I was talking about when I mentioned, uh, again, the wide receivers that came from hometown that, uh, that yeah. could have been picked up by the Saints. Mooney would look real good in the Saints uniform right now. He does. I mean, I, he was a fifth-round draft pick, but once he ran a four-three-eight at the at the NFL scouting combine with his production at Tulane, it was and his work ethic. A lot of teams missed on that guy because uh, if, if you could run like that and you got his work ethic, you're going to be a very good NFL player. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks for the time, as always. We'll check in next week. Thanks for having me on. Gary Smith of Waverport, Noel.com, Tom Spicune, and The Advocate. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating in the market for a generator. Why aren't you? <laughs> you need to be. You live in South Louisiana. Burkhardt are the experts. Again, they'll come out, uh, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for for your business or your home, and they'll put in a, you'll do a single-day install. Put you on the calendar for a single-day install. Financing available for generators. You can pay that over time. And, of course, new install quality. Check out that after one month. That's part of the customer service pledge that Burkhardt has to you. 24-7 emergency service, all the, all the parts that you need stocked at their warehouse. And, uh, yes, uh, if you've utilized that generator over $100, you need to have a professional service it for you. Burkhardt can do that for you. Generator sales and service, Burkhardt's the experts, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes! It's happening next weekend, November 19th through 21st. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the biggest and last sale of the year. The one where they break all the rules. The selection is like double the norm. Designers are here with their entire line. All at the absolute lowest prices of the year. Plus special financing. Next weekend. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue, across from Lake Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with carrier. Sold separately. Okay, so usually I'm a last minute shopper, but the deals at Kohl's, way too good to pass up. I got 40% off holiday decor, 40% off the cutest St. Nicholas square finds for the table, and found the toys topping my kids' list this year. You can even save an extra 15% and get $10 off when you spend $25 or more. So now I get the whole early shopping thing, and I'm a big fan. Select styles, 15% off since November 20th, $10 off $25 since November 12th. Toys, coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store.com for details. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, The Hideout Bar, and Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Folks, I'm telling you right now, uh, if you love sports, first of all, it is a uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is a unique combination of um, uh, Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. And I'm talking about fantastic menu for you, something for everyone. Uh, Cajun Creole uh, cuisine at its finest, but again, so much more. Great burgers, I mean, uh, sandwiches, poor boys, pasta, you name it, they've got it. So, again, you can enjoy a great meal by hanging out with family or friends, watching the game. 30-plus TV screens. You'll never miss a play. I've said it before. TV screens in the bathrooms. I'm telling you. In the restrooms, you'll never miss a play. And, of course, um, got amazing cocktails, incredible mixologists, an incredible beer selection. It's a great place to be able to check out the ball games, uh, especially if you want to watch multiple games. Uh, you can check out the um, menu and, and, of course, online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Uh, they're open seven days a week. They're open late. Again, lunch and dinner. 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Part of the Oceana family of restaurants. So good. All right. Uh, thanks to Gary Smith for joining us in the program. We turn our attention to the New Orleans Pelicans now. Join us on the program each and every week. Uh, we are privileged to have Ali Cassell with Bird Rights. Ali, how are you, my man? I think I'm still doing okay. <laughs> I mean, every time I see <laughs> things seem to get a little bit worse in Pelicans land. Dude, it's tough. I know you're going to the games. You know, I mean, again, I, I'm watching the games. Sometimes I'm recording the games. Like, well, again, like, you know, so I can get through the commercials. I can get through the game in, 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 a, little, in a, little, with a little quicker pace because I'm doing so many other things for the show during the night. Um, but it's frustrating, man. It's very, very frustrating to watch. 
Uh, you know, again, I mentioned this to, uh, yesterday on the program about Brandon Ingram. At some point, you, you know, you and I even um, on Twitter, back and forth with us, that at some point he's got to get on the floor. Now, I heard today that, again, he's, he's, he's trying to get on the floor by the weekend. But based on the on – the, look, this is a more talented team, I think, but based on, again, what they have, they're not winning unless Zion and Brandon Ingram are on the court. Uh, you're asking guys to do things that they just physically are not capable of doing. Yeah, and that's been the bottom line. David Griffin put together a team to where he wanted to maximize the potential of both Zion and Brandon Ingram by putting in complementary pieces. We've talked about it, Eric, in uh, the past where, you know, last year's group, that did not fit uh, Eric Bledsoe, Stephen Adams. You go up and down the list, these guys just didn't fit and make those guys shine, which translated in the win. Well, David Griffin went a whole entirely different approach, uh, and so far the results haven't been there. Main the main problem, of course, is the two stars have been out, and now suddenly Willie Green is needing to rely on others for contributions, and they're not coming through. Outside of Jonas Valanciunas, Devontae Graham, a little bit of Josh Hart, and maybe Herb Jones' defense, there's really no positives to point at. This Pelicans young core that's supposed to be promising, that's supposed to grow with Zion, uh, and I'm talking about Nikhil, Alexander Walker, Jackson Hayes, Kyra Lewis, they were supposed to be relied upon uh, eventually, but they have to step up to the plate now, and so far they haven't. And so every time Willie Green goes to the bench, the Pelicans, when either they're up or it's a close game, by the time the starters return, they're suddenly down, finding themselves down 15, 20 points. And that's kind of become, you know, the common theme to each game. And I don't know how Willie Green, I don't know how the Pelicans can, you know, recover from that, how they can fix this, because right now it doesn't look fixable. Until these young guys start playing better, it's really that simple. This team is going to be just pining for somebody to return. Yeah, you're asking guys to do something that they just can't do. I mean, Valachunas ends up being the guy, right? And then you're, you're counting on Graham, and then you, you keep going down on the roster here. You know, you ask Garrett Temple to do things that, again, he can't do. Um, you know, and then guys start to press, and they start to do things more than uh, than maybe they, they, you know, they 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 can do physically do, and it just it, it's turned into what it's turned into. And look, last night was a litmus test game. You're talking about an Oklahoma City team that again they broke it up. They're going with all with a total youth movement, and you weren't able to beat them without Brandon Ingram and and Zion Williamson. So that tells you a little bit about where these Pelicans are. Exactly, Eric. This was supposed to be a victory. Even though OKC was coming in with uh, two victories, one including over the Lakers, they're still not a team that's built to win this year. That's where the Pelicans are. And especially at home, you think that they should be able to grab this home win because OKC was predicted to finish this season with the worst record. But so far, they've got three more wins in New Orleans. And it doesn't look like that's going to change anytime soon. So you look up and down the schedule, Pelicans are riding an eight-game losing streak. You don't know where that next win's going to come. Nets are up next on Friday, followed by the Grizzlies on Saturday. And then honestly, it's just a whole bunch of teams that are honestly better on paper now. And they're going to be favored, of course, by bookies everywhere. So it's indeed a big problem. And I'll tell you what, David Griffin rightfully sits on the hot seat. Oh, right, rightfully so. And we're going to talk a little bit about David Griffin and, of course, the Jake Fisher article in just a moment. I did see glimpses from the Keel Alexander Walker last night. Let me, just, let, 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 me, let me preface this. I've said this over the last couple of weeks. I think I said this to you last week. I feel like he's got to be less of a guy of a pop gun shooter and, and more of, again, a facilitator. He's got to be able to think, uh, again, when he hits the court, I need to try to get a triple-double. I need to rebound. I, I, need, I need to facilitate. And then if the shot is there, I take the shot. 
uh, but I need to be aggressive going into the paint. I saw a lot more of that last night. He had, he had a double-double. He had four assists. I would like to have seen the assist up more than the rebounds, but again, I'm going to take what you can get. 33 points for him last night, but again, it was how he got his points for the most part. Look, he started out doing the same pop gun stuff that, again, has really retarded his progress as an NBA player, but if he just would, would, would settle in and, and start to look for his teammates more and less for, again, just these, these, these wild three-point shots or wild shots going I think he could be a better player. But, again, that takes discipline. And hopefully, again, he'll start to look at some of these – how he's, that, again, how he plays when he is a facilitator and how much better he is, and that will be something we'll see going forward. Yeah, hopefully he's going – you know, this is an important growth for him, even though the team's losing. The fact that Nikhil honestly has such a versatile game, he can do a lot of things, Eric, on both sides of the ball cover multiple positions. He's got great hands to where he comes up with a number of deflections and steals. He can help you on the glass. As you mentioned, offensively, he can really score from any part of the court, but he's the best when he's closest to the rim, when he's taking it aggressively to the rim. And we finally saw that last night. We saw a lot of that in preseason. We've seen glimpses of it in the past. But he got himself into a slump to where, honestly, I think it became entirely a confidence issue. He lost it. And he kind of admitted this, that to us in his last game. Uh, but, yeah, he broke out. He started slowly in last night's game. I think he missed his fourth, was his first four or five shots, settling for a lot of jumpers. But then he, you know, found a way to attack, and he started going at the rim. And before you knew it, or I should say by the end of the game, he had 22 points in the fourth quarter, took uh, 11 free throws. He had 11 free throws coming into last night's game through 11 games. So you just saw, you know, the incredible variance, but you also saw his potential. And that's exactly what I think Willie Green wants to see. That's what the Pelicans need from him. And hopefully he'll start doing this on a more consistent basis moving forward because no Zion for who knows how many more weeks, probably going to stretch into months. B.I., while he's coming back, he's going to need help. Jonas Valanciunas, Devontae Graham, they've been great. But the Pelicans need more contributors, and there's nobody more capable than Nikhil. Yeah, I would agree. All right, the word is Brandon Ingram's trying to get back for the weekend. That probably I don't know if that means Brooklyn or not. What are you hearing? I think he is going to return for that Brooklyn game. I had heard just a few days ago that uh, you know he was going to play, of course, in the Thunder game on Wednesday. I think we had heard on Tuesday, but chances are most likely he was going to make his appearance on Friday or Saturday. Reason it wasn't deemed 100 percent because you know things can still change, you know. But after today, I'm pretty much at 100% that he's going to appear in one of those two games, but I'm, I'm leaning towards the game against Brooklyn on Friday. He looked good in shoot around, or excuse me, after today's practice, watching him out there on the court. And then when we spoke to him, you could tell that he was confident that he, his body's now ready for game action. So I think we're going to see him. Windhorse is reporting that Zion will not be back until December. What are you hearing? I've heard a lot of things, Eric. Three weeks ago, we were hoping that you could see him by, say, the end of November, maybe the first week of, um, excuse me, last week of November, first week of December. That has, in recent weeks, been moved. The timeline's been getting shifted now further and further back. Mainly, it's because of his conditioning issue. He is still vastly far above the playing weight that the Pelicans want to see him at. And when you combine that with from what we're hearing is his bone is not 100% healed in his foot. It, it's improving, right? It's gradually improving to that point, but the bone density isn't to the level that they want him yet to where they can basically let go of all the reins, right, all the restrictions. So when you combine that, like I said, with him being getting playing weight, I think that now we're looking at late December, early January, and, and the rumors 
from what I'm hearing, are pretty much mimicking that. So, unfortunately, mm. it may not be until the new year. That, that's unbelievable. That really is. Uh, I saw a glimpse of him last night on the bench in, in some red sweats. First of all, fat people should never wear red. I, I know that personally. Uh, and it just, again, you can see the size of him, and you can see that, again, he's out of shape. I just have to ask, does he have a nutritionist? I mean, a lot of players have their own nutritionist, cooking food for them, making sure, again, they stay on a certain diet. Do you know if he has one? Well, I will say if he has one, they're not doing a very good job. I know they've got his own doctor. I'm not sure who else is involved in his team. But, Eric, I'll tell you what, if that was a priority of his, and you would have thought that it should have been at least by media day, right, making that announcement, that we would start seeing really noticeable changes. And I don't see it in his body either. I mean, I've heard of him moving around a little bit, and we've seen him uh, ever so briefly, but he's nowhere near, like I said, of running up and down the court just for five minutes, right, at an NBA pace. So between the lack of exercise, I think, and, of course, with his dietary habits, I just don't think he's on that page, fully committed into returning to the court. All right, let's talk about the Jake Fisher article about uh, Van Gun. I'm sorry, about um, Alvin Gentry and David Griffin getting into it, uh, a verbal altercation between the two uh, after the Sacramento game in New Orleans, uh, in which, again, they had to be sep- physically separated. Fisher said in the article that, again, the, the club is it's not going to bear in one way or the other, uh, one, one iota on, again, whether, again, he's going to stay or going, going to go. Um, this is not unexpected. I got to be honest with you. Again, I, again, I know people that that, that are that, that are, are are either either friends or close with Alvin Gentry, and uh, some of the things that, that uh, he has said to them on the way out about about Griffin uh, and being untrustworthy. Uh, again, I, I figured that this was going to be something. Eventually, if those two guys were talk, that you know it wasn't going to be pretty. Uh, I think that was the same night that Van Gundy called the game in in, in the arena, if I'm not mistaken. So. Two ex-coaches and, uh, and and Griffin there. Uh, my first question is: Did you know about this? Did you hear about this? Because this is like you know a week or so later, and this is coming out, and it's a national correspondent. Yeah, a couple of days ago, I started hearing about this in the woodwork, and a lot of sites were contemplating on putting out a story regarding it. The fact of the matter, it's not that big of a story when you can't tie it into something um, you know that's pertinent enough, uh, newsworthy. And I think Jake Fisher even made that mistake last night. You know, he had said that basically that altercation between David Griffin and Alvin Gentry might have a serious, um, you know, it would be serious implications for his, you know, job status here in New Orleans. Well, that didn't prove to be the case. Everything that I'm hearing um, is the fact that David Griffin's entirely sitting on the hot seat for one reason, and that's because the Pelicans have started 111, that it looks like he's put together an incomplete roster that there's still that image of dysfunction emanating from New Orleans. So that, that seems to be the major theme. But, yeah, as far as Alvin and David Griffin not liking each other, yeah, we've known that pretty much since the time Alvin yeah. was told he's getting fired. And you could just see it, Eric, And uh, when the Kings came here in late October, I believe it was October 29th, and I was watching uh, Alvin Gentry, David Griffin, about 20 feet away. David was sitting mm-hmm. down on one of the chairs, kind of looking in Alvin's direction while Alvin was just glaring at him from the sideline. And you could just feel, right, that, that tension and the vibes. So just to hear the words, uh, like I said a couple of days ago, and what was probably said behind the scenes does not surprise me at all. And, you know, Alvin's got a right to feel that way from everything I've been told. Oh, me too. Um, I'm, everything I've been told about what happened behind the scenes, both him and, and Stan Van Gundy have an axe to grind. All right. 
Do you believe that management is going to allow him to be able to, to make trades to try to be able to salvage this season? That's the trickiest question because from what I'm hearing, I think he's at least going to be given a chance. I mean, bearing, of course, this eight-game losing streak doesn't it turn into something that goes, you know, ties what, the franchise worst 13 from two years ago or even worse. But let's say that doesn't happen. Then I think they want to allow him to have uh, to, be, to basically play out his vision. So get Brandon Ingram back um, and hopefully get Zion back and see if this team honestly can win when all those pieces are there. But, you know, I, I think that a lot of issues are going to be raised if Zion doesn't come back for a while. And, of course, that trade deadline starts coming. And so you're right, Eric. That's going to become a problem because in the past, you know, ownership did not want Dell Demps trading Anthony Davis. Right. And they pretty right. much were feeling like they were going to have to move on. Well, right now, David Griffin's very much sitting, you know, in the crosshairs. So I think that they're at least probably considering that option. Um, they would be foolish not to because why, when he's already on the hot seat, are you going to allow a man that's going to further, uh, you know, basically frame the future of this franchise, this roster, have a big voice and, and make the call on, on these important decisions? I honestly don't see it. So, like I said, they're going to have to start bouncing back this team, start showing some wins, some life, because otherwise, you know, they're going to be forced to make make that decision, come up with something, and not let them finish the season. Yeah, I, I, again, once – first of all, it depends how deep the hole is going to be. Okay, right now, like I said, they're probably yeah. uh, shooting for the 10th seed, if anything. Uh, but but the other part of that is it, it's not – I don't think they have to blow this thing up. They got a guy in the wings right now that could step in and Trajan Langdon – and there could be a smooth process here going from Griffin to Langdon if that's the case that they wanted to go. What are you, is there any thought process there within the club that if they decided to move on from Griffin, that Langdon maybe would move into that position? I've heard murmurs, yeah, not directly from the team, but amongst people that are really closely linked to them and have a good understanding of the way they operate. That absolutely, Trajan would probably at least bounce in and replace Griffin for the rest of the season on an interim basis. And, of course, he would be evaluated as well. Because let's not forget that he's, he's had a big say in these, some of these decisions of uh, sure. shaping this roster last two and a half years. So it's not like mm-hmm. he's not accountable at all here either. But I do know that the team likes him, a lot of players. He's a lot more respected, I know, widely um, across you know, all the platforms, media, other executives and stuff. So he's got that going for himself. And uh, you're right, continuity is important at this stage. You got to think mm-hmm. you don't want to have a massive shakeup and then all of a sudden not again. you're going to bring somebody fresh who, as we all know, likes to put and insert their new coach. So what? Zion yes. would possibly be looking at his fourth coach in his fourth NBA season. I, I just can't see that scenario unfolding like that. So, no, I think Trajan would undoubtedly be the favorite, and the Pelicans would probably lean that way for sure if David Griffin was Glad- removed. Glad to see um, um, Willie Green last night get a little upset with his team. Absolutely. I mean, they, let's face it, Eric, they go through a couple times in most stretches of the games where even though that effort's kind of there, the focus isn't. And they absolutely lost it last night. They were up eight points in the second quarter, and it looked like they were about to break the game wide open in their favor when, unfortunately, they hit a couple of uh, you know rough patches and it turned into then some complaining, bickering, some bad calls, sure, but a lot of technical. And that really, you know, going under Willie Green's skin. And then, of course, they were lackadaisical towards the end of that third quarter that found themselves down what 21 points in the fourth and Willie Green says that's unacceptable he said today that he thought they were a little complacent that they saw was OKC so no this team needed to hear that from their head coach because they didn't play up to par for the full 48 minutes nor act like they they should have out there in the court because they haven't earned right the benefits of the whistle 
to go ahead and withstand some, you know, lackadaisical play. They've got to be on point, focus every single minute they're out there. I mean, they've only got one win in 12 losses, that, or 11 losses. That should say everything right there. Right there. You, why don't you tell us everything about the bird rights and how folks can follow you on social media? Yeah, thanks, Eric. You can catch all of our work, and we're going to be recording a podcast tonight going in-depth on what Jake Fisher wrote and our feelings about David Griffin and the whole situation. But besides that, all the articles and that podcast posted on SB Nation's The Bird Rights, it's all one word, and we've got something for you guys fresh daily, uh, whether you know it's, it's game action, some analysis, you name it, because there's a lot going on right now. Thanks for your time as always, my friend. Absolutely. Eric. Take care. I like to sell the bird rights. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down, getting a big cold snap this weekend. You're cranking the heater up. All of a sudden, it doesn't crank up. Or maybe you're worried a little bit about carbon monoxide poisoning or fire. You need to get that cleaned out. need to get it serviced. Man, look, Burkhardt can do that for you. 15 trucks in the field, strategically set up all over the metropolitan area to get to you within 30 minutes. Give you that 30-minute courtesy call. And, of course, Nate Certified Technicians, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, a company you can trust, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Meat Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. 
Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes, it's happening next weekend. November 19th through 21st. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the biggest and last sale of the year. The one where they break all the rules. The selection is like double the norm. Designers are here with their entire lines. All at the absolute lowest prices of the year. Plus special financing. Next weekend. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue, across from Lake Wake up your senses at Louisiana's newest Harley-Davidson. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa. 30,000 square feet of pure motorcycle mayhem. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa has over 100 new and selective pre-owned Harley-Davidsons available right now. For every riding style and budget, Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa has the motorcycle for you. Come past a good time in the bayou at Zydeco Harley-Davidson. With new arrivals of the latest in style, fashion, and riding gear in their motor clothes department. Check out over $250,000 of the latest parts and accessories. Repairs, upgrades, and customization are there for you at Zydeco Harley-Davidson's award-winning service department. Check out their dynoing service, which maximizes the horsepower and torque of your motorcycle. It's Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa. Follow on Facebook and ZydecoHD.com for their next event, party schedule, and more. Thanks to Ali Gassell and also Gary Smith for joining us in the first hour. Glenn Gilbo of OutKick will join us at 535. I'll take the first segment at 510. Uh, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar. All open seven days a week. All are open late. You're looking for a late-night place to eat and drink in New Orleans? You found it. It's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Find out more. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the uh, Oceana, uh, the Oceana uh, websites. It'll tell you exactly where you need to go. We'll be right back after these messages. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway. Also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6, bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon. iHeart Radio app, tune in radio app, take the show with you anywhere. On the World Wide Web at NASH FM 106.1, and of course, ericasher.com. Podcasts available on all podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. Pick your platform, check out the uh, podcast at your leisure. And, of course, uh, tonight on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Sean Vazan joins me on the program. 6 o'clock on LAE. Uh, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We'll have it up on our social media platforms tonight, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, and uh, it's already up on the WLATV YouTube page, and it'll be shortly up at ericasher.com. So make sure you check out the show. Uh, we talked about uh, Saints, LSU, Tulane. Pelicans. We talked about uh, the quarterback, that kid Kelly, uh, that's uh, from Southeastern, who looks like he's a pro prospect. Uh, so a lot of uh, good information for you on the awarding inside New Orleans sports. And thanks to Sean Vazan for joining us. And thanks today to all the veterans that have served our country. Today is Veterans Day. Uh, big thank you again to all those veterans who served and all those who continue to serve in our military. We appreciate, again, all your sacrifices and the sacrifices of your uh, family. Uh, so a big thank you to each and every one of you who have given such, again, for our freedom here in this country. Uh, again, thanks to Gary Smith and Ali Cassell for joining us in the first hour. Glenn Gilbo of OutKick uh, will join us at 535. All right, some headlines for you. I got a, we got some breaking news as well, so we'll get into all of it. Uh, first of all, breaking news. It looks like Mel Tucker is going to stay at Michigan State. Uh, it is being reported by... Um, um, let me see, was it Ricky, Rico Beard of 97.1, the ticket up in Michigan, uh, that, again, uh, that uh, he is going to sign a contract extension that's going to pay him up to about $8 million a year. Uh, there'll be some escalators in that based on and bonuses based that could even take him e even higher. Uh, but, again, it looks as though um, Tucker was able to parlay the interest from LSU into an extension uh, from Michigan State. Uh, so they're talking about Ryan Day money. Uh, for him, so again, somewhere um, between six and eight million dollars for uh, for uh, Mel Tucker 
Jr. to stay at Michigan State. And look, we we, we said this right. Uh, a lot of coaches, uh, their their agents were going to be contacted. Uh, they were those agents were going to were going to go back to their universities, especially if they didn't feel like again they were going to get the LSU job or they wanted the LSU job. Because, again, the LSU job is a tough job. There's no doubt about it. Uh, there's a great upside, but they're just not cut out for every coach that's out there. Uh, and then what, uh, ultimately, again, they would parlay that in, into a raise. Uh, so we'll see how that happens. There's so many rumors out there. The latest I'm hearing, again, is circling back to Jimbo Fisher. I was trying to call a buddy of mine today. I uh, just ran out of time who, again, is very, very close to Jimbo Fisher to see, again, what he's hearing. Uh, of course, we, you know, there was the Lincoln-Riley watch this week, supposedly a plane coming from Norman, Oklahoma, to Baton Rouge. Uh, you, know, you know, it is what it is. Uh, like, like Sean Vazan said on, on the award-winning Inside the Wallen Sports today, uh, the, the athletic director at LSU, Scott Woodward, he's a poker player, okay? He's a guy that's going to keep his cards close to the vest. He is not going to be able to divulge to anybody who's going to be the next coach at LSU until it's time to let it, let, let the cat out the bag. So, you know, we'll, we'll, just, we'll continue the speculation. Uh, you know, look, I love Jimbo Fisher, okay? I just don't think Jimbo Fisher's leaving Texas A&M right now. Now, maybe he is. Again, you know, we've heard him say over and over again about his affinity for LSU. Uh, his kid born in Baton Rouge, uh, but he's got a pretty good gig going on right now. Over at um, uh, over at Texas A&M, and we'll see how it plays out. Uh, you know, I told you, my, my I'd like to see Lincoln Riley. I think you swing for the fences. Uh, and Lincoln Riley, again, with his offensive um, uh, prowess, is a guy that I think will ultimately come in and uh, can do an incredible job uh, for LSU. And I've said it before, when Oklahoma comes into the SEC and they have to deal with Texas A&M in Texas uh, for 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 recruits. And, again, all three in the SEC. It's going to be much more difficult for Oklahoma. So, in that case, why not come to a place where, again, you're, you have one major university where most of those kids in Louisiana, very, very fertile recruiting ground, want, want to go to LSU. And, if again, you're putting the type of offense on the field that he has in the past, uh, again, that's going to be going to, going to fit right in with, again, the skill position players we have in Louisiana. Throw in, again, that he's a quarterback whisperer. Uh, then, again, that, that bodes well. Uh, if ultimately, again, uh, that's the choice. But we have no idea who the choice is, and we'll see how that kind of plays out. Hey, don't forget about today. Um, today is uh, Today's program is brought to you by uh, the Oceana family of restaurants, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and, o- and Oceana Grill. Speaking of Mambo's, oh, man, first of all, 411 Bourbon Street. Okay, so you're just a four blocks off Canal Street, kind of centrally located. Three floors of what I'm telling you is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street, okay? There's no doubt about it. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. The cocktails are, are, are something to be able to shout about. Beautiful uh, beautiful cocktails, mixologists that are second to none. Uh, and then, of course, you've got a bar on every single floor. The restaurant is beautiful. Uh, you can dine in their authentic French or courtyard. they got a Bourbon Street balcony you can dine on or, or have cocktails on. And then, of course... Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. It's a, it, again, the sight lines are absolutely incredible. Uh, Mambo's is perfect uh, for a night out with friends, romantic getaway. You got you got a business meeting you're setting up. Maybe, again, you want to do a private party. They're open for lunch and dinner seven days a week. You can check out everything you know about Mambo's at mambonola.com. And then when you finish up at Mambo's, if you ever want to leave once you get there, okay, right next door is the hideout bar. Live music for you. They've got a French Quarter setting. Uh, also, again, uh, you've got uh, uh, great food as well, cocktails. 
Make it a night at Mambo's and the Hideout Bar, 411 Bourbon Street. Uh, yeah, you're right. All right. Um, the um, I told you about about uh, Tucker. Let's talk a little bit about, about um, Odell Beckham Jr. He has chosen uh, the Rams. Uh, he is signing a one-year deal. So, again, he signed a deal to the end of the season uh, to go with the Rams. Uh, the Saints were obviously in the mix. Uh, the, the reports had it coming down to the Packers and the Rams. He ended up choosing the Rams. Uh, some are happy. Some are not. Look, it, I have mixed emotions, and I've had mixed emotions since since the beginning of of, of this uh, um, of this showcase uh, for uh, for his talents. Um, when you look at the situation with with the Saints right now, they are desperate. They are beyond desperate. With, with again the the big lot pass pass catchers that now again there's no other there's no wiggle room here at this point. Um, Sean Payton can say that, you know, he loves his room, his, his wide receiver room all he wants. Uh, they are who they are. They've been exposed. And, look, I, we talked about it in training. This is, not, this is not new news on this program. Okay, we've talked about it. We talked about it all throughout training camp. Okay, the, again, you could come in with, with these young guys. But, again, the, this is a very, very precise offense. First of all, the ability to get off the jam at the line of scrimmage. Then to create separation. And then the ability to create separation and then to be doing that within the timing of the offense. Okay, because, again, you have to be at a certain spot at a certain time within the play. Uh, the clock is, is ticking inside the quarterback's head. And, and then you have to catch the football. We saw Jameis Winston go from a quarterback that was a, back, that was a, that was a, a drop-back passer uh, a guy that doesn't step up in the pocket, and I, and I pointed out many, many, many times on this program, and he just used his arm strength to get the ball out, to a guy that the, the, at least the last two or three games before he went out with an injury, he realized, wait a minute, I'm taking sacks. I'm having to throw the ball out of bounds. It's not looking good for, for anybody. I need to get positive yardage. So because the, the receivers were not getting open, because they were not getting separation, because he was unwilling to throw the ball over the middle, again, to guys that he wasn't trusting that they would be where they needed to be and catch the ball, he started running the football. So he ran the football, and, of course, that, that was a added value to, to, again, Jameis Winston, who's not a running quarterback. But the problem is, eventually he can catch up to you, and he got injured. So he's out for the year. So I don't see things getting better here. They may get better, but there's not a number one receiver on this team. So hence, I understand the push for Odell Beckham Jr. I understand why Sean Payton would, would go out and personally recruit him. I understand why they were, they're going to players to say, look, if we get Odell Beckham, will you be able to renegotiate your deal? All the things that were the mechanics that were in place to try to get him here. But then I also understand from Odell Beckham's point of view, He's looking to try to win a ring. He doesn't have a ring. He has not been a winner any place he's been in the NFL. He's been a loser. And, and then the other part of it is uh, I thought that maybe the touches might, might be able to get him to the point where, again, he's not getting touches elsewhere. So maybe, again, a number one receiver here. Uh, that it, it, may, it might be a possibility of him coming here. Sean Vazan of Fox, Fox 8 Sports today has said on, on the award-winning inside of World Sports that the Saints were all in. They weren't just in for this year. The Saints were in for multi-years. They, they were going to sign him to a long-term deal. Obviously, at this point, he's parlaying and whatever he's going to do with the Los Angeles Rams into another contract at the end of the season. Could be with the Saints. Could be with someone else. But he's looking for a ring, and I think the bottom line, when he had to look at everything, first of all, he lives in Los Angeles. Uh, the, the, the team has, is getting stacked for a Super Bowl run. I mean, I don't know where they're getting the cap room, but, I mean, who can say anything? The Saints have been magic with the cap forever. So who's to, who's to throw shade on, on the Los Angeles Rams at this point? 
but uh, again, an opportunity to play with, with again, a, a top quarterback in the NFL, as opposed to, no disrespect, Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill. And I've said it before, if, 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 now if this was last year and this happened and Drew Brees was behind center, Odell Beckham would be playing for the Saints. There's just, again, the cachet of, of having a Hall of Fame quarterback or a quarterback that can get you to a Super Bowl. And in the NFL, it's all about the quarterback, period, the end. That's why I don't think the Saints have a Super Bowl chance this year. Okay, I think that they can get to the playoffs. Maybe they win a game. Maybe they make some noise. But I don't think they got a chance uh, to be able to win the Super Bowl. I just don't because, again, the, the quarterback position. Now, I think it will be interesting to see what happens this week because I think eventually, especially if Alvin Kamara is out, they're going to have to make a little bit of a switch here. And I, and I mentioned it today on the TV show. I mean, I, I, could, I think they should go with Taysom Hill. And this is no disrespect to Simeon, who you can go back to. Again, he is a backup quarterback. He's used to coming into the game gold. He's used to being able to have him sitting and coming in. But going with Taysom Hill and going with a more running situation, uh, where, again, he is putting pressure on the defense uh, with his legs, but his ability to throw the football. I think we'll see a heavy, heavy dose of Ingram this week. Uh, again, Taysom, Taysom behind center would help that. And then also it helps these wide receivers get separation. Because the defense has to account for where Taysom is uh, when he's at the quarterback position. Now, look, I don't want to see the Taysom Hill in the pocket, standing there waiting on receivers to get open. Taysom Hill has to use his attributes. What, what again, made him a, a, a darling of the, uh, of the fan base and, and maybe gave you a little bit of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a situation where you thought that maybe, again, he's progressing as a quarterback. He's got to run. He's got to get out on the edge. He's got to use his legs. He's got to roll out. He's got to, he's got to, do, he's got to do his best imitation of Lamar Jackson. And then that, that's the bottom line here. Uh, I, I think that's where they are right now, okay, that you've got to take this thing up to the next level. Now, maybe they didn't go with him last week because he was coming off the concussion protocol and he was just getting back into the groove. But um, uh, I'd like to see him start this week, and I'd like to see what he can do against, against Tennessee. And I'd like to see a more of a run-heavy offense utilizing him uh, and, and, and Mark Ingram. And then hopefully, again, that allows Stills and Callaway and Smith and Deontay Harris uh, to be able to get open. We'll see. Now, again, right now, uh, if, if Kamara is out, remember, Montgomery was also injured. So we'll see again how that plays out uh, on who, who might be the, the second running back there. Uh, you know, maybe it'll be Dwayne Washington at this point. But um, if Kamara's in, even if Kamara's got a slight injury at this point, I don't know if I play him this week. I mean, you let him rest. Let him rest, okay? Uh, you need him for the stretch run here. And uh, you could go with a more physical running game with Taysom Hill and, and Mark Ingram this weekend uh, and let Kamara have a, have a seat. Uh, for at least a week to be able to kind of heal up because, look, we know Kamara's a dog. He's not going to miss time. Ultimately, he's going to play, and he's just not going to be as effective as he was before, as he was previously. But the problem is he doesn't ever heal. So, again, having a heal Kamara for the stretch run is better than playing him in a couple games where it just worsens the injury. But uh, make no mistake, uh, this team is almost weaponless without Alvin Kamara. So you have to adjust. How he, how he adjusts is going to be interesting. And I think one of the ways to do it is Taysom Hill. Look, I'm not a big Taysom Hill fan, okay? Uh, I didn't think Taysom could beat, uh, uh, could beat uh, uh, Jameis Winston out. Uh, I wasn't in favor of, of Taysom jumping in last year. Uh, I was never on the Taysom train. But right now, to me, I think he's your best option. 
All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. As mentioned, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, uh, by Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, this half hour brought to you by Mambo's and also the Hideout Bar. All are open late. Late place to eat, late place to drink. It's the Oceana Family of Restaurants, and, of course, all are open seven days a week. We'll be right back. The Nash Ticket Bash, Clint Black, Eric Church, Dan and Shay, and Luke Combs. The only station in New Orleans with tickets to these shows, and they all could be yours. Listen weekdays while you work with Scott Innes. We draw three new Nash winners a week. Will you be next? Only from New Orleans Country Giant, 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals. Football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of the year. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. 10 eastbound delays remain solid from Loyola to veterans. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Elysian Fields to the high rise. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from North Claiborne to Canal and delays pick back up on 10 westbound. Very heavy from City Park to just past the airport. Also, delays are solid on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. In the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are heavy from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit and delays pick back up on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. 
Oceanic Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanicgrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes! It's happening next weekend. November 19th through 21st. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the biggest and last sale of the year. The one where they break all the rules. The selection is like double the norm. Designers are here with their entire lines. All at the absolute lowest prices of the year. Plus special financing. Next weekend. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakes. Tired of being tired. New ZQuil Pure Z's Restorative Herbal Sleep is a melatonin-free sleep aid made with clinically studied plant-based ingredients to help promote better restorative sleep. Sleep this good, feel this good. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, remembering Veterans Day. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. If your heating system is not working, uh, again, uh, again, you're ready to crank it up for the first time and you haven't had an inspected by a professional, remember Burkhardt is, can be there for you. Uh, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, Nate certified technicians. Uh, look, I'll just say it. I don't, we don't crank the heater up around here until, until Burkhardt checks it out. Uh, and it's a brand-new heating system. But I want it to be thoroughly cleaned. I want it to be inspected. I want it to be tested. I don't want to have any problems with carbon monoxide poisoning or, or, or fire. So, again, I have a peace of mind every year that Burkhardt's coming out and inspecting my heater system. Uh, again, if you're, you need help, especially, again, as we get into this, these cold, this, this cold weekend, call Burkhardt. They'll be there quickly to inspect that heater for you. Give the peace of mind, again, cranking up that heater and, of course, making sure that you're warm uh, through this little small cold snap that we have. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, um, Glenn Gilwell is going to join us uh, after this segment, and uh, we'll talk to him about what's going on with the Saints and, and LSU. But I did want to remind everybody again, look, Saturday is Election Day, uh, and it's huge, and they're expecting a very, very small turnout, okay, uh, as usual. And look, this is what happens. You get, you get habitual voters who go out, and then you get the, uh, the voters who, again, are part of these political organizations uh, that are motivated to go out. So ultimately... A small percentage of people end up making the decision for everybody else. And then you got to live with it, okay? And then you got to live with it. So don't be apathetic. It's going to be a little bit chilly on, 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 uh, on Saturday. It's not going to take you long to get out there and vote. we got multiple uh, amendments that are on, on the ballot. Uh, you know, one of those amendments, will, again, will, will allow us to be able to um, modernize the, uh, the tax system here in Louisiana. Uh, you can you can check. You know, obviously, you should make your own decision on that, and also again on your candidate. But let me tell you something: uh, don't be bamboozled by again the late push by some uh, incumbents to try to erase your memory on what has happened over the last four years, and, and specifically again the mayor of New Orleans, Mayor Cantrell. There was a press conference on Tuesday. Okay, uh, it was the kind of a state of the city press conference. Okay, this was. This was totally planned because the election is on Saturday. Uh, now the question is: Are you going to be open? Are you going to again be buying into these 
open-end accomplishments and these target dates that, that coincidentally come after the elections are over. Because that's what Cantrell's throwing out there right now. Typical bait and switch for the Cantrell administration. I mean, here's some of the topics they talked about. You don't think that this was set up? Mardi Gras 2022. We're going to have Mardi Gras, but then we're not sure uh, yet again what Mardi Gras is going to be. Uh, it depends on manpower and COVID. Well, that's kind of open-ended. Or is there going to be one route? Well, we're not sure yet. We're still, we're still negotiating that with, with, the, with the captain. So, again, not making any type of decision before the election that could sway the election. Because Mardi Gras is important, especially after not having it for two years. Uh, you know, the, uh, then, then, of course, the abandoning of the municipal auditorium site for City Hall, which has been, de- they called it dead in the water. But yet, uh, then they, they're not talking about, again, the $38 million that was set aside for, for FEMA to fix the building. Just fix the building. Uh, the, 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 the neighborhood, uh, the, the, the culture bearers want a like, cultural center. So, again, fix the building. And if more money is necessary, then we just have to go back to the federal government because this was destroyed by, by uh, Katrina. And then, of course, even more destroyed by those that were, uh, were living in, in the building, destroying the building on a day-in, day-out basis. You know, all the gutter punts and the swatters, squatters, et cetera. Well, get the building back up and running. But yet the RFP has not been re- rescinded. So, again, open-ended promises on the part of the mayor. Um, the other one was uh, debris uh, removal. <laughs> Again, the, the debris, debris removal is going is going to end on Wednesday. We'll begin the second pass will begin on Thursday. Well, isn't that a coincidence? Second pass of debris removal is going to happen right before the election. And oh, by the way, uh, garbage is is getting picked up, and they hope to go to two pickups a week. Uh, you know, again, at some point after the election, they hope. You see where I'm going with this? Uh, they, they, were, they were in favor of the FBI raid on the sewage and water board because they want to eradicate corruption. But yet the, there's been so much corruption under the Cantrell administration, that's laughable. I mean, this might have been, might have been a campaign commercial. Strategically placed news story by the Cantrell administration where they get, again, the press together. It's free, and they can put all this stuff out there hoping that you're going to forget about the failures of the last four years. Ladies and gentlemen, don't be hoodwinked and bamboozled, okay? Ask yourself when you head to that voting booth or, again, when you get up on Saturday morning, are you better off today than you were four years ago? And if you live in the city of New Orleans and you look at the crime and you look at the, and you look at the, at the, at, um, uh, the economy, you look at what's happening with, again, the infrastructure, there's no way you can look in the mirror and tell, and tell anybody that you're better off four years ago than, than, you, uh, than, than you were off today than you were four years ago. That should be the defining moment for the Cantrell administration. I've said it before, all it's got to be is a runoff. I'm just telling you right now, all it's got to be is for a runoff. If, it's, if there's a runoff, the, the ABC out there, anybody but Cantrell group, uh, they're going to be putting their money behind whoever is, is going to be going against her in a runoff. So... Get out there and vote. Again, we got uh, we got elections almost in every parish of the city. We had an election in every parish in this in this um, uh, state uh, because of the Constitution amendments. But again, exercise your right to vote. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to have uh, Glenn Gilbo join us on the program from Outkick, and uh, we'll talk to him about LSU and the Saints. Uh, all that coming up. Don't forget again about my friends at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. That's right, Southern Tire. Look, it's pretty easy. Do you have, a, uh, do you have an, a mechanic shop that you trust? I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, somebody, that, again, you have peace of mind that when you drop that vehicle off, that that vehicle is going to be taken care of. They're going to treat it like their own. I, I trust Southern Tire. ASE certified technicians, 
Again, the highest certification in the industry, latest diagnostic equipment that dealerships have. You got it right there at Southern Tire. And I said, I'll go on the limb and say they have more diagnostic equipment, more modern diagnostic equipment than the dealerships have without the dealership prices. And then I got the Piazza family standing behind their work. The largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Something for everyone's budget. So, again, don't, they're not going to hard sell you on, again, the highest price tire. They don't let you choose what type of tire you want uh, for your budget. And then, of course, standing behind their work. Wheels and tires at the 30 inches, financing is available. Got damaged rims, they can repair those as well. It's a one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. It's Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturdays from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com, check out all the service they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You don't stay around that long in this city unless you take care of your customers. That's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Mentory. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and & Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. If you owe the IRS back taxes, get ready to pay up. The IRS has an army of tax collectors to track you down. They are relentless. Don't wait until it's too late. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief. Optima works to stop the aggressive collection actions and fights to get you the best deal possible. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. 
Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes! It's happening next weekend, November 19th through 21st. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the biggest and last sale of the year. The one where they break all the rules. The selection is like double the norm. Designers are here with their entire lines. All at the absolute lowest prices of the year. Plus special financing. Next weekend. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Come on down to the Silver Slipper. Hi, this is John from the Silver Slipper, inviting you to join us at our award-winning Jubilee Buffet any Monday through Thursday for our all-new Shrimp Feast, where we feature several fabulous shrimp entrees on our buffet line, in addition to our regular lineup. Then on Friday nights and all day Saturday and Sunday, our very popular Crab Feast returns, which has been a favorite here at the Slipper for years. Celebrating 15 years as your friend and neighbor Silver Slipper Casino, we are proud to be your host on the coast. Pass a good time at the Silver Slipper. Inside New Orleans, today's program brought to you by Oceana Grill and the Oceana Grill family of restaurants. Don't forget about Oceana Grill. They are open. The street work is almost completed on Conti between Bourbon and, um, and um, Royal Street. You have a chance to be able to go out and to be able to have a fantastic meal at one of New Orleans' great restaurants. Voted by, uh, uh, voted by TripAdvisor as a top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining. They're open seven days a week. As I mentioned, they're open late. They open at 8 a.m. They close at 1 a.m. Uh, it's home in New Orleans' best breakfast. I mean, bar none. I'm telling you right now, if you love breakfast, and I love breakfast, uh, you got to go to Oceana and try the breakfast at Oceana. It's second to none. Again, uh, breakfast starts at, at 8 a.m., goes all the way to 1 p.m., so it's a late late breakfast. Lunch starts at 10 a.m., and it goes to 4 p.m., dinner's from 4 p.m. until 1 a.m. So, again, a lot of ways to be able to get out there and enjoy a great meal. Uh, the Cajun Creole dishes that, again, will delight for both lunch and dinner. Uh, fantastic cocktails, the mixologists at, at Oceana, and all the Oceana family of restaurants are some of the top mixologists in all the city. I mean, creative uh, uh, cocktails that are one-of-a-kind cocktails you only find at the Oceana family of restaurants. You can dine in, 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 uh, in one of their great dining rooms or their authentic French Quarter courtyard. they got five private rooms that can accommodate up to 10 to 120 guests uh, to be able to dine in or have your next event. If you have your next event at Oceana, you'll step off Bourbon Street and just, uh, just a few blocks away from Frenchman. So you keep the party going, man. You're there for two, three hours. Who wants to go home after that? You head out and again, keep the party going right there in the French Quarter. But it's also family friendly and dog friendly. Perfect, uh, a perfect uh, time to get the family together for a, for a big meal. Or again, maybe again, you're getting a, uh, together with, with clients or a business meeting. They got you covered there. Friends, maybe again, even date night. Uh, if you want to find out more about Oceana, go to Oceanagrill.com. You can order online for delivery. Look at the menu. Remember, Oceana Grill is the best time on Bourbon Street. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. All right, joining us in the program now from Outkick.com, our good friend Glenn Gilbo joins us each and every week on the show. Glenn, how are you? Hello. Hello, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Glenn. Doing great. Let's, uh, Glenn, you've had a lot of great articles this week on Outkick. Before we get started, tell the folks about Outkick. Well, Outkick.com is a free website, no subscriber issues. Uh, you can read everything. On there, I got a story up there right now about the LSU quarterback uh, race between uh, Garrett Nussmeyer and Max Johnson, and and their fathers are both NFL quarter, former NFL quarterbacks. As you know, Doug Nussmeyer, the uh, quarterback coach with the Cowboys, he played briefly with the Saints, 96-97. Uh, he started a couple of games. And then Brad Johnson, of course, played 17 years, won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay under 
John Gruden and, uh, you know, Nussmeyer. Orgeron wanted to hire Nussmeyer as his offensive analyst in 2018, so they're still friends. And uh, and Nussmeyer asked Ed to start playing his son uh, this past week. Well, uh, you know, I thought there was some some um, some issue about burning his red shirt, and I always want to come out and say he didn't want to burn his red shirt. But obviously the family at this point wants the red shirt burned so he can get on the field. And, look, I don't, I don't want to talk bad about Max Johnson because, look, he's doing what he can do. Uh, but it looks like he's plateaued a bit. And, you know, again, I'm, I'm not putting the loss against Alabama on Johnson at all. But I just felt like, it, man, if, if, if Miles Brennan or maybe Nussmeyer would have been available to give a spark, maybe this team could have, could have, could have pushed through and won that game on Saturday. Uh, I have no problem with playing both quarterbacks down the stretch here. Well, the, the funny thing is, you know, they he could have played Nussmeyer uh, Saturday, and and he would still have his red shirt because Nussmeyer's played in three games. You can play in four now and keep your red shirt, so that would have been his fourth. But the families decided, you know, that they want to let him go ahead and play in the fifth, sixth, seventh, and maybe eighth if there's a if there's a bowl. Uh, but uh, you know, the red shirt wasn't at the issue this this past weekend. Ed, Ed didn't want to put him in, you know, just kind of throw him in there. But, um, you know, and it was late in the game. But, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, Saban pulled that trigger when he put um, Tua in in that championship game. But, yes. um, you know, Max, I mean, Max did throw the touchdown to get him within 20 to 14 late in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And he was doing okay at that point. But then, you know, he missed a, missed a couple of touchdowns conceivably in the fourth quarter, and he has he has plateaued in in recent weeks. Um, you know, maybe maybe holds the ball too long. Whereas Nussmeyer is a, I mean, he's a gunslinger. We saw that in the yep. spring game, even though he threw three yes. interceptions, and he threw six touchdowns in two of the scrimmages. And he played well against Ole Miss, you know. So, but but the Nussmeyers were upset that he didn't play Saturday, and they let Coach O know and and uh, let Jake Peets know. And, um, you know, so now he's going to play. I, I think it makes sense, too. I mean, you, you're not going anywhere this season. You, you might as well look at the other quarterback, too, you know. Uh, you, you have a chance to go to a bowl, but they're not contending in the West. You know, this, right. is, this is an excellent time to look at a lot of different people. Um, at positions. And they are, right? At every other position. At every other yeah. position they're doing it. They're playing everybody. So why not play yeah. Nussmeyer? I mean, I had heard earlier that the the family didn't want the the red shirt off of him. Obviously, that's an erroneous story. So again, I'll, it'll be good to see him on the field. And look, it's just well, the early, mechanics for, the for Max season. Johnson. Earlier in the season, the family didn't want the red shirt off of him. They, okay. And you know, save it. You know, but but now they're like, let's go with it. You know, we don't know who the coach is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, you know, and, and they may live to regret it. But you know, if Nuss Myers is good as he may be. You know, he might not play as a senior anyway. Uh, so it, it's right. not far off to, to worry about that. But, yeah, I, I think it's good to, to let both of them play. But one thing I get into in the column, though, is that, uh, you know, the way Orgeron explained it on Monday was that Doug Nussmeyer called Jake Peets and said, this is how it's going to be. You know, and, and that's not how a football team should be run. Now, Coach no, Joe's saying said later that that's, that wasn't the case. But like I say in this column, 
usually the first thing you hear from somebody is the truth. Then they try to correct it and soften sure. it. And, and, and then if you look at it, Eric, Jake Peace is out of a job after this season, and Doug mm-hmm. Nussmeyer could probably help him get a job, you know. And, and, and who knows, maybe Doug Nussmeyer would like to be the offensive coordinator at LSU under whoever the new coach is. So well, it, it's not it's not like nepotism is illegal in Louisiana, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And, and, you know, I talked to Max Johnson's dad, Brad, who, you know, he's just kind of staying out of it, which is which is what Archie Manning did when, you know, when his sons were in some competition. Um, but uh, this is this is a little different because, you know, Orgeron and Nussmeyer have a have a pass, you know. You know, if Nussmeyer was going to come out be LSU's offensive analyst in 2018, after he got fired by Florida after the 17 season, but then he caught on with the with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. If he had not caught on yes. with the Cowboys, Nussmeyer might have replaced Ensminger as the offensive coordinator in 2019, and not Joe Brady. So who knows what would happen? Your reaction to Odell Beckham choosing the Los Angeles Rams? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think uh, it was a long shot, but, you know, at least the Saints tried, you know, um, and I think the Saints were in the in the mix there, uh, you know, could have could came home, but, um, and, you know, definitely the culture of winning. But I, I think the Saints had everything in Odell's mind, but, uh, you know, a great quarterback. Quarterback's kind of up in the air right now, so he, he wanted to go where, where he could get to play with a better quarterback. You wrote about a new NCAA constitution this week. Enlighten the audience, if you would. Uh, let's see. That's the uh, – let's see. That was four stories ago. You're going to have to refresh my memory. <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, NCAA rule about yep. the uh, – which one was it? It was, it's again, about making uh, – getting these investigations done quicker more than anything oh, else. exactly, yeah. Streamlining the yeah. NCAA. Yeah. Sorry about yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, they, they want to um, cut down the number of um, committee members, kind of streamline things, and make some of the investigations go quicker. And they're going to involve uh, recently graduated student-athletes more. Because right now the, the student-athletes uh, have very little voice, you know, including the former ones of recent years. So that's, that's some things that are, uh, are going to be changed and up for a vote. Uh, going into next year and uh, you know hopefully it can speed up some of the investigation process but then they're going to put it more they're going to take it away from the central office in Indianapolis and, and leave it to the conferences more mm-hmm. uh, and they hope they hope that speeds it up because I mean LSU's basketball investigation you know whether regardless of how innocent they are or guilty they are right it shouldn't be taking this long I mean, it's taking too long years. yeah right. that's, that's ridiculous Speaking of, what do you think is going to happen there? Because, again, I keep hearing they're getting closer to a verdict here. Well, um, I, I think LSU is probably going to get uh, some serious sanctions uh, with, with basketball. I, I do. Now, you know, there's a chance they, they might not. But the, the feeling I get uh, and some of the people I've talked to is that, uh, you know, they're, they're fearing the worst uh, at LSU there. On that, so uh, you know, and it it um, and again, if they're just <clears throat> investigated for level two, level one violations, the most serious, they they can fire Wade with cause. So if 
you know, if, if, if um, Scott Woodward wants to do what most ADs love to do is hire new coaches, he's going to have a chance to do that. But, you know, Wade is doing well on the court, you know, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how, how Woodward does, how, how Woodward reacts to that if he does have the option to fire him with cause and not have to pay him. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, how do you fire a coach if that coach has a team that might bring you to the Final Four? And this team looks yeah. like it's very, very talented. Yeah, it does. It does. But, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the, when the NCAA and the school talk, you know, they can they can lessen the penalties if they agree yes. to right. fire the coach. So, and that could happen without us knowing a lot about that. Yeah, you know, LSU's biggest fear is they fire him and he ends up at another SEC school. Well, but there would probably be a, um, a suspension. But, yeah, I mean, Bruce, that's what happened to Bruce Pearl, you know. Absolutely. Fired at Tennessee. He's at Auburn beating Tennessee, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I think, uh, I mean, I think there's other coaches out there that, that, LSU, that Scott Woodward can, can get. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. think, you know, you have to have Will Wade to succeed. And I think Scott Woodward is, you know, he's he's the best in the business at finding coaches. Yep, so far. Uh, speaking of coaches, what are you hearing on the coaches' front for football? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still hearing it's not Jimbo Fisher. LSU may be very interested in Jimbo, and they may think that they can get him. But from what I'm told, he's, you know, he's not interested. I mean, nothing against LSU, but, you know, right now his roster and everything at A&M is, is better than LSU's. Now, LSU's could be better in a year or two, mm-hmm. but I think he's just kind of set at, at A&M, and I think he's going to stay there. But, uh, you know, I think the other coaches, um, you know, the same as what everybody else is, is saying, Mel Tucker, Mario Cristobal. Is, um, yeah, but T- Tucker's signing a new deal as of, uh, uh, according to um, a Michigan radio station. He's out. Well, he's signing an extension. You know how those deals are. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I, I really don't think anybody really knows. I think Lincoln Riley is, uh, is a possible candidate as well. But, again, you know, he's in a, he's in a good situation. But, yeah. you know, regardless, one of the rare times, um, you know, I just, I just feel like I know Woodward is going to get somebody good. I don't know who that is. Yeah. And it, and it might be somebody that, that doesn't blow your socks off right off. I, I think – I think Billy Napier at ULL would be would be a good hire. See, and, uh, if you if you if you swing and miss on the big time candidates, he's a great fallback candidate to me. But to, to be a guy that's again is 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 your top guy, I, I think that's not swinging for the fences. Yeah, yeah, you know, and now Napier's not as qualified as Jay Johnson is in, in baseball, but Jay Johnson was right. not one of the first names you heard. Mm-hmm. No, you know, Woodward kind of right. swung for the fences. And then and then went with Johnson and and you know and Napier's only forty two as well, mm-hmm. um, but uh, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I think, uh, but again, I, I think I have confidence with whoever he gets. You know, there's going to be some good reasons for Woodward making the move instead of just grabbing whoever he can, which is what we've seen in the past. No doubt. I got about a minute left. Tell me what you got coming up for us on Outkick. Uh let's see. Um, I uh, got the uh, the Nussmeyer, um, Max Johnson story is up right now, and then I got a piece on Ole Miss 
coming out tomorrow, and then uh, for Saturday morning on our kick, just to look at how Ed Orgeron is, is handling everything, which has really been good, I think. And really, LSU's got a decent history of interim coaches. They they're winning record. They have a winning record. They're interim, interim coaches. Uh, so we take another yeah. look at, at Coach Joe and how he's handling it on uh, Saturday. Beautiful. You on the road this week? No, I'm staying in going to the LSU Arkansas game. My next road trip will be the Iron Bowl, Alabama and Auburn. And I'm trying to. Uh, one of the reasons I'm not traveling is I'm trying to finish the skip book. I've made it to the year yep. 2000. I'm, I'm writing about the championship, All right. national championship right now. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. Thanks for your time as always here. Okay, thank you. At LSU Beat Tweet, that's Glenn Gilbo. Don't forget, again, hey, you're not working, you need help. Again, don't even sweat it. My friends at Burkhart can be there for you quickly. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Again, all you got to remember is acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. 
Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes, it's happening next weekend, November 19th through 21st. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the biggest and last sale of the year. The one where they break all the rules. The selection is like double the norm. Designers are here with their entire lines. All at the absolute lowest prices of the year. Plus special financing. Next weekend. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue, across from Lake side more. Some gifts say I care about you. Some gifts say I'm going to wow you. This year, one gift says both. The Oral-V IO. The electric toothbrush with the irresistible design that dentists will find irresistible for another reason. It improves oral health by delivering the wow of a professional clean feel at home every single day. This year, give the gift of wow. The Oral-V IO. Oral-B, fresh like a pro. Happy holidays don't just happen on their own. You make them happen with a little help from new appliances at the Home Depot. Because warm wishes won't roast that turkey. You'll want a new convection oven for that. An air fryer will help make the season light and delicious. And while you're at it, consider a new LG or Samsung fridge that's big enough to hold all kinds of Christmas cheer. Make the holidays yours with the season's best savings on top appliances at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. All right. Thanks so much for listening to the program. I want to thank uh, Gary Smith, Alec Cassell, and Glenn Gilbo as our guests. I want to thank the Oceana Family of Restaurants as our title sponsor. Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. Drinks, cocktails, you got it covered with the Oceana family of restaurants and all of our great sponsors. All you got to do is go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor that sponsor our program. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. It'll take you right to their website to everything you need to know. Thanks for supporting our sponsors. Thanks to our sponsors for supporting our program. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Uh, Sean Vazan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports coming up at 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Tomorrow's the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Coming up next is the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Michael Green and Ken Trahan. So keep it right here on 106.1 FM. It's been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. From the dog catch of the governor, they all got to go.